Welcome to 8 at 8, 8 minutes at 8 a.m., your daily source of disciplined thinking. Welcome to the 8 at 8. It's 8 minutes at 8 a.m., your daily source of disciplined thinking. As you're here on Facebook Live, let's like and share the feed. If you're listening later on Apple or Spotify playlist, uh, podcast, we're so glad that you're listening to us. So what we're typing in right now is when we've had something that was really good and then it got better, like it was even better than what we expected. Good morning, Jeremiah. Good morning, Lou. So glad to have you guys here with us for the eight eight. I wanted to tell a story about how I went to watch a Mariners game. I love going and watching baseball games. It's always a great experience. So I went to watch the game. And while we were at the game, it was right when Ichiro had started playing for the Mariners. And the person that I went to the game with happened to be Japanese. And they yelled out to Ichiro in Japanese something about how he's a great baseball player or something like that. But then Ichiro threw us a baseball. And so I got to take home a Major League Baseball. I was so excited to be able to... The baseball game was great, but there was something even better, being able to take home a baseball. And like I said a little bit earlier, the, the my daughter being born was such an amazing experience. And, and it's just this bonus that keeps... Get, keep giving. Ruth says when she got married, what an amazing thing. Kurt talks about the Mexico mission trip being even better than expected. Today we're going to read a story in Matthew 9. And I think for the people that were involved in this story, they saw it was good, but it was even better than that they expected. So let's let's read this story out of Matthew 9. It says, And getting into a boat, he, that's Jesus, crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic laying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose, and he went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. This is such an amazing story. Think about these guys. These guys have heard about Jesus. They've heard about things that were happening in, in around Jesus. And these guys came with faith. And because of their faith, this guy was healed. So there's three things that I want us to see out of this passage. Three things and then one that we we don't want to do. The first thing is that these guys were ready. 
These guys were ready. They, they had a plan. They, they knew that Jesus was doing miraculous things. And so they had their friend on the bed. And they th- thought to themselves, when we have an opportunity to go be with Jesus, when we have an opportunity to bring our friend to Jesus, we are going to bring him on the bed. I'm curious this morning, what are, can you be doing right now to be ready for Jesus to move in your life? What is it that you can do right now as we're in this quarantine time, as we're spending time alone, that we can do right now to be ready for when Jesus is going to be moving in your life? Maybe it's spending time is his word so you can understand and hear the heart of the Father. Maybe it's spending time in prayer. What can you do right now to be ready for God to move in your life? I I think that this is a unique time. We're so used to being moving and doing and having all this stuff going on. But right now, what can we do to be ready for God to move in our life? What is it that we can do, right? We, we just be the brother, right? Just be there, right? And, and having an open heart and reading the Bible, I love it. Be, being open to his word. Diane says praying. Yes, we can spend time listening and, and praying to the Father so we know his voice when he, when he talks and speaks. So here's the next thing. We want to be ready. And then we have to respond. We have to respond. See, Jesus tells the man that his sins are forgiven. And what good news that Jesus came to forgive our sins. That's amazing news. But but listen to this next part. Jesus tells him, rise, pick up your bed and go home. Now, the man could have received the miracle and said, oh, I've been healed and just sat on his bed. He could have said, oh yes, Jesus, Jesus healed me, but I'm not going to respond to that miracle. I'm just going to receive it and I'm, nothing else is going to change in my life. It's just going to happen. But no, no, the next part says, and he rose and went home. He rose and went home. He, he responded to the miracle. Jesus moved in his life and he did something about it. What is it that God might be telling you right now? What is it that God may be revealing to you and you need to respond to it? You need to respond in faith to what God has already said in your life. What is it that you need to do that God, you've been ready for God and he has, he has told you something and it's time for you to respond. What do you need to do today? How do you need to respond to what God is doing in your life? That's my curiosity next. What is it that you need to do to respond to what God is doing in your life? When Ichiro threw me that ball, I had to catch it. I could have just watched and said, oh, look, a baseball. Great. That's so awesome. But there's always a response to the action. So what are you going to do? God is moving. How has God revealed something to you? And and, and so we got to be ready for God. We've got to respond to God. Yes, the first step is always the hardest. And, and then we need to report what God has done. 
the people, right? When they saw what had happened, they were afraid. They were amazed and overwhelmed by God's actions. And then they glorified God. They reported to the people around them what God had done. You and I know this story because somebody reported it to us. So who do you need to report the good works of God to in your life? Maybe it's as simple as just sharing this feed with somebody, individually sending the feed to somebody in your friends list on Facebook. We want to make sure that we are ready for God. We want to respond when God moves and we want to report the good news of God. And here's the thing we don't want to do. We don't want to resist. See, the, the scribes, they, they said to themselves, oh no, this man is blasphemy. But Jesus, knowing in their heart, moved. We don't want to resist what God is doing. No, we want to be ready. We want to respond and we want to report. So who do you need to tell today of the good news of Jesus? Who do you need to share about the way that God is moving? How do you need to respond to God? And how can you be ready for God to move in your life? Hey, it's going to be a good day. I've enjoyed gathering together with you. Today I get to celebrate the birth of my firstborn. It's going to be a great day. I am out.